0: Welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And I'm Faye. And today here on the channel, we got plenty of news and plenty of your questions to answer. But if you, in case you don't know, this is the kind of show where every single week we meet here and we talk all things physical media, everything physical media adjacent, movies, whatever we want to talk about for about an hour, then we get out of here. So <laughs> today on the channel, we actually have plenty of news for you. So first up, Kina Lorber actually announced a couple of things that are going to be coming to 4K, but don't have announced dates yet. First of those is one of my favorite movies from the early 2000s, Lost in Translation, starring Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. You directed-
1: love Bo- Bill Murray, so...
0: Yeah, have you ever seen that movie? You've seen that movie with mm-hmm. me, with, uh, directed by Sofia Coppola. So that's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, this was her... No, it wasn't her first movie, she also did The Virgin Suicides, which you've seen with me. But it, I
1: love that movie.
0: The Virgin Suicides, it's, it's great, sad. right? It's sad. It's very sad. But Lost in Translation is great. It's actually probably her best movie, and it's just a basically a story about paternal friendship, You know, you know, mm-hmm. no sex involved, they're just friends. <laughs> Essentially, both two lost people who need each other. love that movie so that's coming to 4k pretty soon and then another movie that's coming to 4k three days at the condor have you ever heard of that movie never heard of it Starring robert redford so that's a big one that i can't wait for so both those movies are coming to 4k they just like a lot of kino Lorber stuff though they announced that they're working on the uh the restoration like they did with kindergarten cop but we haven't gotten an official release date yet so supposedly it's coming But we just don't know when but i'm really excited about those good which uh,
1: ones do you have on your uh, order list
0: well we got a pre-order question for later that i'll when Uh, we get to it we get to another one that i didn't see in an official release but sleepy hollow is supposedly coming in the fall from paramount on 4k
1: that'll be nice for for halloween
0: right just in time for halloween Mm -hmm. tim burton directed that month stars johnny depp uh that movie's beautiful actually it's one of the best looking tim burton movies Just a classic of the late 90s, Christopher Walken's in it. You know, the story of the Headless Horseman. Who doesn't (laughs) love a classic tale like that? So I'm definitely looking forward to that one also. So, Sleepy Hollow, coming to 4K just in time for Halloween, for spooky season. Because we like to get a little bit spooky around here, right? (laughs) Um, And then another one that I'm not too excited about, because I'm not a big fan of this movie, but last year, you guys might remember that I know what you did last summer came to 4K. Well, this year in September, we're getting I Still Know What How You Did.
1: How do you not like this movie?
0: I don't like I Know What You Did Last Summer.
1: I love I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I love... Did you not know this about me? I
0: didn't know that you love I Know
1: What You are Did Are you last kidding me? Those are classics.
0: Really? You were yes. a big fan of
1: those? Absolutely.
0: Huh. I uh, Even I Still Know What You Did Last Summer?
1: Oh, yeah, with Brandy?
0: Oh, you yeah. like that one. Okay, uh, I well, love good news it. for you. In September, it's coming to 4K. So, yeah, so Fate's going to be Blofeld. Our cat's <laughs> being uh, very annoying right now. Cause He's we did, being needy. We didn't feed him before we started recording, and he will not stop annoying you until we feed you. And Lucky is about. And cat years, he's about 100, 140 <laughs> years old, about. <laughs> he's my baby. Yeah, he's our old boy. So, so yeah, I didn't know you didn't like that. I know still love movie. it. Oh, love wow. it. I don't like both of those movies. And I remember specifically not liking, I still know what you did last summer. So, I guess.
1: You I, have to rewatch it. I have
0: the Blu-ray somewhere over there. Yeah,
1: you have to rewatch it because I feel like it's, it's very e- cheesy. It's... Uh, like in, early, in late 90s
0: yeah, so maybe I will give that another rewatch. Yeah, in the fall. Maybe you I'll do. get the 4K. If you guys want me to review it here on the channel, let me know. and uh, Maybe I'll throw that on the list for pre-orders for the fall. So, we'll see
1: what's coming out. We'll see. see I mean, there's a lot out. coming.
0: There's a lot coming. There's also the rumored uh, Exorcist 4K. There was a steelbook floating around online that it's not official yet from Warner Brothers, so I don't want to say that it's coming out for sure, but it's been rumored for a very long time that the Exorcist is coming to 4K this year for its 50th anniversary, which I am thrilled about because is, you know that's obviously you one. love that movie
1: oh it's an every year watch it's one of the greatest horror movies ever uh do you know so i was listening to uh this why would you just do that i'm listening you <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> um i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about what's that movie uh the devil made me do it
0: the devil made me do it
1: and so apparently they watched the exorcist maybe like a few days before they like one of the kids said oh i feel like there's somebody taking over me or there's a demon inside or I need a, you know like they were acting strange and I just thought that was really funny that you brought that up because kind of relates everybody, I, you know because people take things from movies and might be in their brain it's like well it's like um, well you know the Amityville Horror like that guy said he was possessed and that was like his
0: defense for yeah but killing.
1: that was total bullshit no he, yeah we know now it's he was a family total, annihilator
0: he was well obviously he killed everybody so yeah mm-hmm. his whole family well yeah
1: it was the yeah, but son
0: right? Yeah, the son killed everybody. But
1: what's weird is that there was a family that did move into the house after. Well, that's
0: them, what the movie's about. And the first family. They
1: war. just left. They were left. enough. They You were know, but that like, could have been like
0: because it's weird because everybody else who moved in after, I'm pretty sure, had never had that experience. So I mean, you know, you never know. I don't believe in that, but I mean, I guess it's possible. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping. How many times have well, I said to you that guy... I wish that our house was haunted? Just because so I want to know.
1: Yeah. The, there's a. G- <laughs> The guy during his trial and he used that defense like uh, I had a yeah, demon I mean, inside me they got the catholic church involved uh, like it was very it was very um weird that they use it but the judge was like no we're, well, we you can't. know you got to
0: try i mean i guess that's part of your defense is like you got to you can't leave any stone unturned if you want to get off but yeah you know that's just kind of unfortunate and happens.
1: they apparently at like, the warren what, right the warrens yeah yep. the warrens the, the con, mean, you know the they communists. were really like egging it on like well, yeah yeah it's-
0: they went to the amityville house the warrens actually
1: yeah, but they're a fraud, I think. Do you think the ones are mm, fraud? I frauds. mean, they've
0: made three Conjuring movies about them and a whole <laughs> franchise, so I don't think they're going to base that on a fraud. Yeah, okay. <laughs> are you trying to tell me that Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, the characters that they play, are not based on real things? <laughs> I don't believe you. That's true. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, and then another thing that got announced this week, weirdly enough, so this company that I've never heard of is apparently doing, let me find what, exactly what the name of this company is. Turbine, turbo Time. Turbine Median, is that what it
1: was? <laughs> It's Turbo Time. Turbine Median. You can't be on the Turbo Team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they're doing 4Ks for the black phone, and Pearl, which is Pearl's one of my favorite movies from last year. It's actually my second favorite film from last year after Babylon. So I absolutely love Pearl. You saw that in the movies with me. Mm-hmm. And my-
1: I like Black Phone too.
0: Yeah, Black Phone is good. That, not related, but both of them are good. Uh, uh, Scott Derrickson, I believe, directed The Black Phone. He also did uh, Sinister, which I think is one of the best horror movies over the last like 15 years. Both of them Ethan Hawke. Phenomenal actor. Uh, but anyway, Pearl starring Maya Goth. The prequel to X is supposedly coming to 4K now here's the thing. X wasn't announced for 4K, so I'm waiting, and I still think it's going to happen, that A24 is going to release their own 4K trilogy with Pearl, X, and Maxine, when Maxine the third in the franchise eventually comes out. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do their own restoration. When is
1: that supposed to
0: come out? Maxine, I believe they're filming it right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I can't wait for that, though, because Pearl and X are both phenomenal, and I want to see the end of that trilogy, but mm-hmm. I think eventually A24 will give it the old A24 4K treatment like they did with movies like Midsommar, in the lighthouse so i'm waiting for that so i don't know if i'll get this Uh, it'll depend because i I don't even own it yet because i'm waiting for these on 4k Mm. so i don't know and then last but not least as far as news uh they have announced second sight is doing this really nice collector's edition of it follows you Mm. know it follows Mm-hmm. that 's a great movie if you guys haven 't seen it files definitely check that one out that 's another horror movie from like the last like ten to fifteen years that is really good it 's like paying homage to eighties horror films like the John Carpenter movies, like, remember how in the first Halloween, you know, where are all the parents? Like, Jamie Lee Curtis is running around, knocking yeah, on doors, and yeah. no one's in. That's kind of, like, what this movie is playing with, and it's also got a really good score in there that really helps to su- send home this sense of dread. I mean, it's about STDs, basically, mm-hmm. but that's, like, the message of the movie, because it's just, uh, you know, this monster essentially starts following you after you've had sex. So you got to keep having sex, and then it just follows the most recent person, mm-hmm. so it's, like, following a pattern. Just a great movie, though. I really do like that movie. I know people who don't like that movie, but I really think that's a very underrated horror film. So that's something I'm very excited about that's coming to 4K. And guys, if you're wondering what 4Ks I'll be reviewing this week, I actually got three of them. Waterworld, Mallrats, and Creepshow all coming on 4K this week. So I'm really excited about that. Big 4K week. I'm hoping I don't hate Waterworld.
1: Mm. Kevin Costner. Three Blu-rays, huh? Three 4Ks. 4Ks, I mean. Well
0: well i've had yeah 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 let's
1: talk about it
0: no that's not the name of the channel uh (laughs) we don't need to talk about (laughs) But
1: that should be let's talk about it let's talk about this is
0: not an intervention about my spending
1: habits (sighs) it should be (laughs) because what's the worst that happens
0: faith we don't have a place to live at least we'll have the collection
1: all right, what else you got? All right, well, that's actually it as far as <laughs> news, so
0: <laughs> we'll dive into my pre-orders in a second, because we do have some questions about that, but we have a lot of questions this week, so we're actually going to dive into those pretty fast, uh, you know, right now, believe it or not. So the first question is actually not even for me, it's for you, and it's from oh. John Doe Juggalo, and he says, have you been enjoying your time making videos with John?
1: Yes, I do... I feel like a connection a little bit, yeah. like there were, like I'm in something that you enjoy as well. But it's very tiring because, like, I worked all day today and I have to come home and you know record. But it's it's fun and and I'm happy to do it for you.
0: You're happy to do it for me, yeah? Because my last co-host abandoned me, that traitor. So I'm just a fuck that guy. man <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing around. You know, Are we? A- really yeah. Sure
1: about that? <laughs>
0: don't forget i'm gonna be father john at matt's wedding (laughs) oh yeah yeah, that's right yeah yeah i'm the most important part of the wedding without me he can't get married that is true right that is true but, I mean, you know, I, I like to think that one good thing I'm about... I'm excited
1: about it. Yeah, the
0: wedding should be fun. It's coming up next month, actually. You know, there's obviously some differences between you and Matt. Obviously, you're a female. He was mm-hmm. a male. You're much prettier Ooh. than him. You know, much prettier. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't know who's funnier. Well,
1: not Not today, but...
0: Ah, that's all right. You're still beautiful in my book. Oh, I love thank you. you. Love you, you know, too. You don't have to really put on airs for me. <laughs> like, you haven't been anyway for the last 10 years, so... Doesn't Are even you matter. you me? <laughs> <laughs> and then John Doe Juggle asked me a question, actually, besides just you, so we're going to talk about that question right now. He asked, what is your one Scream Factory October wishlist movie for this year? So every year, Scream Factory like, has that really like big release for the horror season. Uh, a couple years ago, it was that beautiful Friday the 13th set, which is like, you know, the ultimate Friday the 13th set. It's got every single Friday the 13th movie, and it's the ultimate collector's mm-hmm. edition. Beautiful set. Uh, last, the last two years they've put out the halloweens on 4k so a couple years ago they put all of, like half of them and then last year we got like the last three that we needed on 4k mm-hmm. so this year i'm hoping i haven't heard a rumor about this so this is pure speculation that we get the nightmare on elm streets on 4k that's what i really want on 4k now the problem is is i understand that they have rights issues and that might not happen but that's something that's a franchise that needs to come to 4K. It's one of the most popular horror franchises of all time. It's one of my most one of my favorite horror franchises of all time. Even the bad fraud even the bad nightmare in Elm Streets I like. Like even, you know, Dream Child, it's almost incomprehensible, but I still really enjoy that movie. I can watch all those. Freddy Goes to Hell? Entertaining as hell. Is it stupid? Yeah, it's very stupid. But you get Yafia Koto in there, and you get now you're playing with power. I'm good. And you get Johnny Depp cameo in there. And I think Roseanne. Maybe Roseanne
1: and Tomah. I only like about two of them.
0: Really? The only bad one, really, is the remake, but I don't even count that. That I don't, well, do I th-
1: I don't even think I saw that. I heard it was trash, and I just never... Oh, it's bad. I, I hate that movie. It, yeah.
0: I mean, it's got some good ideas in it, but yeah and jeffrey was name, james earl haley he does a good enough job but he's no robert england mm. so that was that's what i really want to come to 4k this year from screen factory is that um if we don't get that i would actually like them to finish out the candy on 4k i don't think the sequels the two sequels that came out to 1992's candy man are as good but i still would like those to come to 4k mm. you know that way because we already have the remake of candy man or the sequel the spiritual sequel to Candyman?
1: Mm, sequel.
0: Yeah, this that one, I, that's on 4K. And then last year, we actually had Scream Factory put out the greatest horror film ever in Candyman on 4K.
1: Be right.
0: You don't think that's the greatest horror film ever, huh?
1: I mean, it's up there. It's probably top three for me.
0: I absolutely love that movie. It takes a simple premise and turns it into so much more. Yeah. So, I'm Well,
1: I think it's because it has layers to it's it. It's layers
0: to it. Like, it seems yeah. like a simple Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. And then it's got, it's There's a lot it. of layers. Yeah. So I really, and Tony Todd is perfect. Be
1: my victim.
0: <laughs> yeah, and plus, I hate fucking bees. He's so scary. Like, oh my God. And then when they bring even,
1: him Even him in um, Final Destination, like, he just looks. Scary, like As
0: the speaker for death. He's got yeah. that raspy voice. Mm-hmm. And
1: and it's just his presence. But he can turn that
0: off because if you've ever seen the movie The Rock from 1996, he plays like uh, an action hero. in that. Well, no, that's an action that means, villain. That means
1: you can... He's yeah, got range. What, yeah, yeah, you have range. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: these are all actors. Like, I feel like sometimes people like think that these are real people, like the characters they play. But
1: sometimes people aren't really good actors and they just know that one thing. Is that a shot at Arnold? That's a lot of people. That's a, The Rock. That's uh, there's a lot of
0: people. The Rock is fucking up, man. I mean, I love. Like, the Rock. there's a
1: lot of people who try to get past whatever everybody thinks they're supposed to be. Like Kevin Hart tried, and I thought he did a good job. Um, that movie Fatherhood, he did a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's i Really good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he did a good job. He yeah. did another one um, on Netflix. I that forgot series what it's called. you watched last year, right? Yeah, I did a great job. Like it had its funny moments because Kevin Hart cannot not be funny. Oh, he's
0: natural. I. See, the thing with Kevin Hart is, I've always felt like his movies, like the ride-along movies and stuff like that, like, they're good, but they're only good once. Mm -hmm. I never felt compelled to go back and Mm -hmm. rewatch any of his movies. Now, with stand-up, he's one of the best stand-up comedians, I would even say ever. Like, he's probably in my top ten. Yeah. Still Dave Chappelle. Some people
1: don't think he's funny. I think he's funny. I like his voice. His voice makes... It's like, um... It's like Chris Tucker. Like, you have the voice. It's if your the, voice
0: is natural. And you know, if you do self-deprecating humor, it's always funny. hmm so, He always makes fun of himself. he does. I mean, he's just as short as me, if not shorter, right? I think he's like five. Three. So he's shorter than me. It's not many people, not many men out there shorter than me. <laughs> it. so it's always nice when I run into one. So uh, so John Doe Juggalo, that's what I'm hoping for this year. Hopefully we get it. I'm not going to hold my breath, but, you know, there's still the opportunity that it comes. Uh, next question is from Kevin L. How would you rank the DCEU? Well, good news for you. I made a list. So I don't even know if you could rank the DCEU, Mrs. Well, you're not Mrs. Keefe because you refused to take my last name, so mm-hmm. Mrs. Williams.
1: You didn't even ha- you have you didn't see Black Adam.
0: I know, that's why it's List. Because Black Adam I didn't I still haven't seen Black Adam, so right now You
1: put Suicide, suicide Squad on number one. Well, I'm gonna count that down for them. Oh, that's terrible.
0: You're not gonna like my list? Alright, so like I said, taking out uh Black Adam. At number thirty I have Batman versus Superman doing of justice. Remember seeing that in theaters? okay i hated it that's the one with, martha
1: why did you say that name yes that wasn't the superman that okay
0: yeah i'm thinking of the wrong one yeah, yeah i hated that one so then at number 12 i have the original justice league the josh whedon one
1: i don't remember
0: it yeah well not many people do because they did the four-hour coach we'll get to and then after before that at number 12 or 11 we have suicide squad the mm-hmm. original suicide squad
1: had potential.
0: I was so excited for that movie.
1: That one's Huge letdown.
0: Jared Leto's Joker is, oh my god, just awful. Oh, man. Number 10, you got Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, I can see that. That one's, you know, I actually didn't hate that movie as much as other people did, but it's still not great, and and I actually really like Pedro Pascal in that movie. Uh, The villain he plays in that, it's pretty damn good, and I always get a little bit nostalgic for anything that takes place in the 80s, even if that movie isn't that great. But Before that, and then next at number nine, I got Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Saw this earlier this year.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it. You saw it. Oh, you didn't see this one? No. I
0: must have been Matt sitting next to me then. I'm going to see it by myself. Anyway, I don't remember. I
1: think you were Matt.
0: Maybe. Uh, This movie was a huge letdown as well. It was It It is on HBO Max. Uh, Check it out. I mean, it's like not as good as the original Shazam but I was definitely a little bit disappointed with this cuz I really liked the first Shazam but this one it kind of turns into a CGI mess the CGI in this one doesn't work at all and I don't know what they're paying Gal Gadot to pop up in all these movies but she basically shows up for one scene in this and The Flash for about 30 seconds each clearly just one day of shooting <laughs> and they must be giving her a lot of money but I have no idea what they're doing with her because just bring her back for wonder woman as in her own movie she's perfect as yeah. Wonder Woman. you're not going to cast better than Galaga dot and speaking of wonder woman at number eight i have the original wonder woman so i like that movie i like two-thirds of that movie until we get to steppenwolf at the very end and it turns into that big cgi third act that yeah. every superhero movie needs to have yeah so once they get to that point i was like uh i don't even what's his name steppenwolf i don't even remember what this guy's name was but it comes out of nowhere as this it's just big CGI guy. The first two-thirds of that movie, the no-man's-land scene, this is one of the better World War I movies. You know, it's no Pats of Glory, but it's still a really good World War One movie, yeah. and I thought they did a great job. And again, you just see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She is so perfectly cast in that role. It's a really a shame that we're not going to get more of her. That's one of the actors I wish they would have kept. Her and Henry Cavill as Bat- uh, Superman. I wish they would have kept them, but they're recasting, so...
1: And Are be- they? I didn't
0: know that. Yeah, they're recasting everybody, mm. you know. So then at number seven, I have Aquaman. I actually like this movie. It's yeah. not bad, you know. Yeah. Is it cheesy and over-the-top and ridiculous? Absolutely, and that's exactly why I like it. And Jason Momoa is just so charming. You know, he's perfectly cast as Aquaman.
1: Yes, so he is. He is he's a good-looking man, right? He just looks like he comes from the water. He does look like he comes from the water. <laughs> that, the mountains. Or the mountains. He's or the mountain. a- he something. comes from the earth. Like, he comes from...
0: He's just a manly man. He is. He's the he's like the uh aqua I don't even know how to describe him, but I was gonna say the human equivalent of me, but I'm also human. So like we're very similar in sense. So that's my number seven. Don't <laughs> laugh at me. And number six, uh Birds of Prey. I like oh. this movie a lot.
1: Uh, it was okay.
0: Really, I, I I really love the world that they created and all the colors.
1: I love her. Oh,
0: she's Marco Robbie. Was I love her. Cast. She's great. Yeah, she's perfectly quite as Harley Quinn. But I mean, everyone was good in this movie. Rosie Perez, she mm-hmm. was good in this movie. This was a pretty good movie. I really think. Unfortunately, the pandemic uh, killed this, movie's box office because I think it would have done a little bit better. But. I really enjoyed this one.
1: Yeah, I remember when we'd go to the movies. After the pandemic, they would still be playing the previews to this. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, AMC is
0: terrible. Is again. this awful? They still put up the celebrating 100 years <laughs> thing for 2020. It's 2023. You don't celebrate <laughs> your 100th anniversary for three years. Yeah. And change the Nicole Kidman ad, guys. I already know that AMC makes movies better. I don't need to hear her saying, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Every every movie. Every fucking movie. We're
1: getting ready to watch her movie, and there she comes.
0: Uh, I, I, they won't let it start without Nicole Kidman walking into They said, either. I paid
1: her a lot of money I'm for this. I'm getting my money's worth. We're for getting this. her money's worth. <laughs>
0: And number five, I got Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is the four-hour cut. Oh, you liked that. I did! I really did. Much better than the first cut, the Joss Whedon cut. You know, it's very fleshed out. You definitely could have cut an hour out of this. It didn't need to be four hours. You could have had a good three-hour movie in here. But great character development. Looks way better. I actually like the aspect ratio. I've heard people complain about it. I like the aspect ratio of this movie. I just think it's a much, much better version of what we got. A less comedic version. Definitely much more in line with the universe that Zack Snyder set up. Not one of those Schneiderverse guys that was like clamoring for it, but when we got it, I was happy and I enjoyed it. And then at this is gonna be a surprise to you. So at number four I have the flesh. I know a lot of people didn't like this movie, but I really enjoyed it, you know? Okay. I it I capitalized didn't see it. on some of my nostalgic feelings. It turns into every other DC and Marvel movie at the very end where it's a CGI mess and it looks very ugly on your screen. It turns into that, but I actually enjoyed Ezra Miller's character work. I thought he did a good job playing both Barry Allen and The Flash, two versions of it. Uh, Bringing back Michael Keaton, he didn't phone it in. I thought he did a great job in this. Uh, The only character who felt like they were phoning it in was Michael Shannon, Zod. Which is a shame because I usually really love Michael Shannon, but he's, you know, he's not a major player in it. So that's a good movie. And number three, I have the first Shazam. Love this that movie. This great,
1: yeah. Classic.
0: It's a superhero twist on Big. I love this movie. The only thing that holds this movie back is, you know, when he turns into Shazam, the two actors don't seem like they're the same person. You know, they're the kid and the adult. The
1: kid seem more rough.
0: More rough around the edges, yeah. like a little bit more like you know, like like teenage angst. And yeah. when he grows up, when he turns into Zachary Levi, he's like
1: really childish.
0: Yeah, like over the top child. Yeah, like but funny. I think
1: that's what they wanted. That
0: I mean, it gets you know,
1: like like have this big guy be a goofy.
0: Yeah, I thought he did great. I really enjoyed the movie overall. Um, it's definitely one of the better movies in the DCU. That's why I have it at number three. And then at number two, I have Man of Steel. Now this movie was great for the most part. I just think that the third act is just way too long.
1: Yeah. We had we had a problem with this. We didn't watch the movie all the way through. For the first I think two times we watched this movie.
0: It's just because that third we, act it is was, so long. And it's funny that
1: after you watched it, you like I really am enjoying this. Yeah, I was suppa- It was funny. That because- it take- that's why I said you have to rewatch movies because if you don't, you you're stuck in that first time that you the watched. The first time it. you see it. That Annoying, yeah, you know? I
0: tell people that all the time. I'm like, maybe, like I was saying that actually in my Vanilla Sky review this week. I'm like, if you saw this movie years ago and you didn't like it, maybe give it another try. You know, mm. you might like it. You know, opinions change. People change as time goes on. Mm. You know, your taste in film might change. So if you didn't like it the first time, like I'm, ne- I'm not a Superman guy. I never was. But I really enjoyed rewatching all the Superman movies this year. So I can honestly say Man of Steel is a fantastic movie. Now there's only one movie in the DCEU that I think is better. And that is The Suicide Squad. I'm a big James Gunn guy. Never hid that. And you're taking James Gunn, letting him play now with the superheroes in this playground. It's an over-the-top, gory movie. I absolutely adored it. I love it. The music choices. It's all great. I mean, you know small performances by like pete davidson you get aegis albin here doing great uh everyone does a great job in their performances mm. i really like this movie i think it's a good good movie it's one of james gunn's best movies for a guy who's made a lot of movies that i really enjoy this is might be better than like guardians 2 i don't think it's better than guardians 1 or guardians 3 but it's still really good and if this is what they're going for with the dceu i'm all in that or now it's just the DCU. i think they're calling it i don't know they're playing around with letters but <laughs> i'm really excited to see what they do this kind of tone works for me but i don't know if this tone is going to work for everybody yeah it's very silly and it's very over the top and gory but like that's kind of like something that i like i'm not into those big cgi messes that movies turn into he seems to like to use practical effects so you know it kind of works more for me but i understand why it wouldn't work for everybody that's why i have the suicide squad at number one moving on to our next question that one was, Dang, the, that was that, a long one well here are Another Kevin L question. What are your favorite scenes from the following movies?
1: Oh, jeez. John Wick 3. <laughs> John Wick 3. It has to be the first scene. The opening scene. The right? opening scene yeah, when that's he's trying my to. Uh, he, obviously, he's excommunicado and he's trying to uh, move around the city without getting caught. With the rain, everything yeah. coming down. Yeah, and um, he sees his friend. He goes and sees his friend to kind of. The doctor? The doctor. And shot. it's crazy how as soon as the time runs up he says sorry can't help you no that's a good and note. and he's like you know what they're not gonna believe me you gotta shoot like that to me is like that's how serious this is and like
0: he did the honorable thing and stopped and he's still like
1: they still won't believe yeah me. and they mm-hmm. like, so say
0: and then he shot him twice yeah i mean hey would you have shot me twice like that? You would have missed. You would have shot me in the face. And he didn't all- care.
1: He said, boom, boom. That was it. No, he knew what to do. He He's knew John Wick. He, knew, he, knows what he that- knew what to do,
0: not to kill. Yeah, but no, that scene is awesome. It also includes the scene in the library where he just kills that big dude. <laughs> but,
1: I, that, but that movie, to me, also has a lot of... That's probably my least favorite out of all of them. John
0: Wick 3? Mm-hmm. I agree. You know why? Because the, after the that whole, opening scene... Yes,
1: with Holly Berry, yeah. and then they go to the desert, and like all that stuff to me was kind of like, eh. Yeah. But then John Wick 4 came and totally redeemed itself. Absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, we feel the exact same way.
0: I feel literally... John Wick 3, the first 45 minutes of that movie might be the best in the entire franchise, but it the rest of that movie is just... Ugh, I wish it was as good. So I have to put that. Yeah, I put John three. I think it lasts as well. Uh, next scene, next movie is Step Brothers. You have a favorite scene? In Step <laughs> oh, Step
1: there's Br- so many.
0: Yeah, that's a quotable movie. There's
1: so many. You can't just get like when they're making the. They just become friends and they build bunk beds. Yeah. It's like <sighs> dad there's so much blood. Yeah. There's
0: so much blood. No power tool. no <laughs> power. <laughs> That's my tooth. That is not
1: your toothbrush. <laughs> well,
0: I love the line. I use it all the time. Tonight at the Cheesecake Factory is the happiest I've been in months. I used to use that oh, line. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that line.
1: There's so many quotes. Cool. Like, There's know. so Sorry. many
0: cords. Cool. You can't just pick one. It's hard to pick one. I, yeah. I,
1: I think I'll pick the first. Boats and hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get me my boats <laughs> and hose. The Nina, the pizza
0: but the But like
1: Santa, he thought, he he's like, so you're not gonna give us money? Like, yeah. wait, what? I
0: know. After he just dist- <laughs> showed the video of am destroying the boat, and he's, like, sitting there, and he's like, so, despite the damage to the boat that we will pay for, what did you think? And he, like, turns around and starts trying to choke him, and, like, the mom Mary's uh, Steinberg or whatever in a stool bar. Um, she's like, what you guys did to Robert's boat was horrible. And he's like, but you did show some grin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was nice about it. Yeah. After he
0: did destroy their boat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Robert, not so nice. No, but I would Yeah, I, mean, I would have literally killed, killed them. Kill them. Like are you so. a two forty year old <laughs> Get the fuck
0: out! Like I don't know who the hell you think you. I would. I don't even. Like my father would God. never let me. He wouldn't let me live with him when I was nineteen. Think you know?
1: like forty, you know? <laughs> your, your dad literally was like, "All right." Oh, you want to stay at my house? Well, Time's you could pay ticket. to sleep
0: on the couch, or you could leave. I guess you could guess what I did. I left.
1: Oh, I think you should leave now. I think you should
0: go now. <laughs> next movie meet the parents I think we probably the, have the same one
1: what's yours mine is the first scene
0: when they're eating dinner and like you know he's a, you know Ben Stiller for some reason he just keeps lying to Robert De Niro he's so intimidated by it and he's talking about how he's like uh, oh, milking the, the cow. milk
1: and nips yeah he's the like milking
0: the milk and make he's like I, you know yeah I just milk you know he's like well pretty much anything can be milked and Robert De Niro's like well I have nipples Greg <laughs> Can you milk me?
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that is. That's that the best has name, to be. That right? has to be, yeah. Yeah,
0: because the rest of the movie Meet the Parents is by far the best in the Meet the Parents movies. I mean Meet the Falkers is pretty funny too. I like yeah. Justin Hoffman in that. But uh Meet the Parents is it's one of the better movies one of the better comedies from the early two thousands. The I Cat
1: really... the Cat Jinx. Oh, the jinxy. Yeah, yeah the jinx. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the can you
0: milk me, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> nero. I mean that's when he was that's when he was doing good comedy around. And
1: the fact that like he's a nurse and he's like making fun of the fact that he's a nurse. I
0: know. Like that's a great
1: job. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you're a nurse? I thought only ladies were nurses. Yeah, well that's just the early 2000s like the ma- homophobia yeah, kind of deal you know, yeah. going around like a man you're can't You're like be- you're a male nurse. Like
0: you get like you know. You don't go to become a nurse. You go to medical school for 8 years and you become a doctor like a real man. Yeah. Cuz yeah. women can't do that. They go to nursing school. You know, it's an outdated way of thinking, but it's 2000, and it's still funny. the movie's still <laughs> funny. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh my favorite scene in the Star Wars: The Force Awakens is actually when Harrison Ford and Chewie are out there shooting, and like he only understands Chewie. He's like, "Oh, you're cold." <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's a sad part, but when Harrison Ford dies, when he's trying to connect to his son, and then Chewie's. He, he's pissed he that screen that chewy lets out <laughs> is like painful like when you really watched it like seeing previous you know star wars and you see their connection and that is painful and he starts fucking blasting i was like yes chewy yeah well you know that scene actually has a lot more emotional and then i i also the end the ending kind of where um ray and kylo ren, kylo ren are, are fighting and then the, kylo ren's bleeding oh i love he, that scene he too. Fucking hits he's fucking hitting himself yeah, yeah he's hitting his leg he's like i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna still fight
0: yeah, like, you know. that. I really like The Force Awakens I've said before, that's my actually my third favorite Star Wars movie, I know that's crazy but I really love I The love Force it Awakens too. I just wish the yeah. rest of that trilogy could live up to The Force Awakens, but The Force Awakens in a bubble it's great. It's a great movie. Yes. Just try to ignore the sequels because that's still that and Rogue One are the best that Disney's yes. done with the. Rogue uh, One
1: phenomenal, like we said prior.
0: Those were their first two movies, back to back years. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, things start to get. Shaky. I don't think
1: they they had a. Um, they knew what they would do. They didn't. They didn't. They I think they just dirt. were like, listen, we're gonna come out with this. We're gonna come out with this, and they probably didn't have a plan they didn't they
0: did they gave each director their own movie and they didn't have a through line say what you will about the prequels and i've said a lot at least the story is coherent you know mm-hmm. that's you know the movies might not be the mm-hmm. best well might not be the best acted and they may they definitely look ugly but they actually serve a purpose mm-hmm. as prequels to the original uh next one is bruce almighty that you remember that movie
1: i haven't seen it in a long time jim carrey where yeah I mean, yeah i know Morgan what Freeman the movie gives is him the power of god I love when he's answering the 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 emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love that.
0: Uh, I think the best scene in the movie it's probably the most famous scene in the movie is where he's making Steve Carell talk on air and he gets all like gibberish and he's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I have to see that movie again. Bruce Almighty was, I think, the last gasp of Jim Carrey's run of great comedies because I think it's 2003. I think that was, like, the last great comedy that he had come out. That's not his last great performance, but as far as, like, he had this crazy run of good comedies from, like, 1994 until Bruce Almighty, Mm -hmm. I feel like. So, that, for me, I I, I think um, that was his last guess. That whole movie's pretty funny. I don't think it's his funniest movie, but the whole movie's pretty funny. No, it's pretty good. It's good. No, it's good. And then
1: they had uh, some...
0: Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Steve Carell's character from this. Yeah. This is uh yeah, it's in '03 or '04, but this is like Steve Carell bite like, before the Office and Anchorman, so it's a small role for him. And then Evan Almighty, and you know, I actually think Evan Almighty is pretty good. It's an underrated mm-hmm. sequel. And then the last one, Batman, 1989. Can you oh, you already know
1: it. Oh, they, somebody did that last week.
0: Well, I don't think they asked us what our favorite scene was. Do you have a favorite scene from Batman, 1989?
1: Yeah, I think they. Have, I feel like this. We're in like the Twilight Zone right now. I thought I answered this last uh, week. I wish oh, when was they, in they the were at the parade, and he's like, the the body, yeah. and he's like dancing. To, you know, like, he's so up to yeah, a song. Yeah, I love it. That's your favorite. This scene? town needs an enema. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I think
0: the whole movie is perfect so if I was going to pick a favorite scene it's oh my god it's probably honestly the introduction of the Joker because he's in he's silhouetted and he's talking to Jack Pounce's character and he's like he, he's like you set me up over a woman and then you know then he shoots him and the song's playing and he's like he takes his head off and he's like you can call me Joker and as you can see I'm a whole lot happier. And he starts shooting him and he's just having fun. then he sits in the chair with the newspaper with Gotham City behind him. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Ugh, I haven't watched that in weeks. I could really use it.
1: <laughs> weeks
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I can't. I love that movie. I watched that movie way too much. I probably I might be the only movie that I'm probably inches to like a thousand times because wow. I've seen that movie so many times in my life. I love it. So thanks, Kevin. That was a great question. And all the Kevin L question is top three and top. And the top and the bottom of your Tom Cruise movies. So the best and the worst Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom
1: Cruise. I only think of good Tom Cruise movies. I actually had a time. Ta-
0: you know what? I, I had a hard time thinking of three bad Tom Cruise movies too. Because what
1: was that? What okay. So worst. I can't think of three bad ones, but I can think of one. It was the End of the World movie. What was that? Um. What is it? it-
0: if you say Edge of Tomorrow, I will kill you.
1: Yeah. Maybe it was that. No. no. He's like, it's the. I'm like- Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. War of the Worlds. You didn't
0: like War of the Worlds? No. I like War of the Worlds.
1: No, that was that. But I like The Mission Impossibles. I like Jerry Maguire. And I will say.
0: Jerry Maguire, I wouldn't put that in my top three. Really? Not in my top three, but it's still great. Um, my top three would probably be Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, Top Gun, sorry. Top, You put Top Gun. Um, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Cold Trickle and Days of Thunder. That's for me, guys. I know. And then I think his best performance, it's not my favorite movie, but his best performance is in Collateral.
1: Yo, homie. Is that my briefcase? As mm. Vincent. Oh, I love him in Collateral. Oh my god, I, that's what I'm saying. I can't think it's of bad to think. Tom Cruise. That's, that's
0: why. The question is, I gotta. So I can actually think of three bad Tom Cruise movies, and it, he's still all right. Uh The Last Samurai. <laughs> I, he's still all right. I don't like. I don't like the Last Samurai movie. Um, oh, that. Yeah, that.
1: I did, totally forgot he did that.
0: Yeah, Jack Reacher. I didn't. They actually made two. of I those. never saw that. I didn't like him in those. Uh and I'm not a big fan of Interview with a Vampire. I mean, I know... Really? Yeah, not a big fan of that. Brad Pitt's in that, too. I haven't seen seen in a long time, but like I said, I had a hard time picking three bad Tom Cruise movies. Like, uh, Matt Mead, I believe, commented, and he put Cocktail in his bottom three Tom Cruise movies. Have you seen Cocktail? Cocktail is awesome. Is it stupid? 110%. It's about bartenders getting
1: involved. Well, do you, like... Like, so... I see you're more of, like, the serious roles like, when it comes to Tom Cruise movies. Well, I picked Days of Thunder. I mean, that's not really Yeah, well, that, that's not that gun, one, but... Well, I mean... He, like, Collateral a- is... He's very two- very serious it's totally different from what he that's why I think plays. it's his best
0: he never plays a villain yeah and a, no. a cold hearted killer like that <laughs> I love I mean and then Jamie Foxx is great too yeah I mean I, I mean you guys have seen like prayers I prayers out get to G- Jamie
1: Foxx yeah. by the way yeah
0: that's true you know, for what he you know Vex is always like when I put up my Tom Cruise 4K's he's like "Hell, oh, the man crush continues I you know I love Tom Cruise like picking three is really hard because I really truly enjoy most of his movies I still think he's one of the greatest movie stars ever and when he wants to act he can act so picking three for tom cruise for me that's a hard task i absolutely just love the man so you know picking three bad ones was hard too because i i always get something out of his movies but jack reacher really just did not work for me i think that might actually be my least favorite it's just weird for him even like oblivion like the guy can just do it all all right next question this one is actually from we're gonna go by his youtube name maddie slicks godfather one or godfather two and why can you pick
1: okay so i'm gonna pick one because I do like two, don't get me wrong, because I like the backstory or mm-hmm. whatever. But I like one because you see Michael before he becomes who the he the monster. The monster.
0: I agree with you. So I like Godfather one more than Godfather two. Also, Godfather two is is almost like we're talking about a movie. If the Godfather is a ten, the Godfather Part Two is a nine point five. However. I do feel like when they do flashbacks to a young Vito Corleone played by Robert De Niro perfectly that that does kind of break up the pacing of the movie compared to mm. like the first Godfather movie which I feel like is paced perfectly mm. so I feel like and they they've done this where you can watch it in chronological order from like Godfather 1 to Godfather 2 so it would start with a young Vito all the way up to the end of Godfather Part 2. But I just feel like watching that movie non-linearly, Godfather Part 2, I just feel like sometimes it kind of breaks up the story and you got to kind of readjust when they go back to the old Vito. And I get what they're trying to do. I completely understand. This isn't me knocking the Godfather Part 2, but that's the only reason why I'd put the Godfather Part 1 over the Godfather Part 2. Both of them, perfect films, but, you know, obviously both of them are way better than Godfather Part 3, but that is the reason why. And Maddie Slicks also asked us another question. Well, I guess this is kind of just for me. But he said, Are you and Matt still friends, or was there... Or or was his betrayal by leaving just too much?
1: Yeah, me and Matt are still friends. That, well, that's so, so drama. Yeah, No,
0: he's kidding, like, yeah. No,
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, people, but people really wonder that. Like, are you guys really friends now? Oh, yeah. No. No? Me
0: and Matt have been friends since, like, the late 90s. He's also my cousin. So, you know, he's still my best friend. You know, obviously, this... You know, this whole thing did create a little bit of a, you know, it was, it was hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. You know, we had to readjust, readjust the whole channel. This was a team effort. We got an LLC. This is literally a business. So we had to readjust. We're still actually working that out as far as, like, getting the LLC transferred and all the business stuff on that end. We're still doing that now. But as far as being friends, yeah, no, we're still friends. We'll always be friends. I'm, you know, that we're family. You know, I won't let Matt go. I'm sure Matt can't <laughs> let me go. Diesel
1: yeah
0: family there's always room for family and Matt's my family unfortunately so (laughs) so yeah no there's no hard feelings you know it was tough in the very beginning it was a little bit like you know he could have told me this is something I felt like Adam Sandler when the girl left him at the altar that's something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday (laughs) so that was kind of how I felt when he brought it to me but like you know I understand I'm a pretty easy going guy you know I don't need to take I don't take stuff like that too personally but yeah, it was tough so that's a good question I think we are down yep to our last question and and this is from Frank Rodriguez it's a couple question as of now what are some of your pre-orders that you are looking forward that you're looking forward to review mine is Creepshow it follows Eden Lake and I'm looking forward to the Turbine releases of the Black Phone and Pearl so I actually have Creepshow. I, I, I'm, look, that's one of the ones I'm most excited for. That's coming this week, along with Malware. I'm really excited for both of those. But the following week, Upgrade is coming to 4K. And I just absolutely love that movie. And I can't wait for that. I got that pre-ordered. Uh, what else do I got pre-ordered? I got a bunch of stuff from the Criterion Collection pre-ordered. Stop looking at me. I feel your gaze. Uh, <laughs> You know, I got so I got some stuff I got after hours coming on 4K. I'm really excited one sudden move. I'm really excited shake, to man. see. Yeah, you can keep shaking cuz I mean <laughs> that's stuff that I'm really excited about. Uh Hugo, okay, those are stuff that I have pre-ordered. I usually wait a little bit to pre-order my stuff like about a month out. I'll start really doing it. Like I'm going to start doing my I haven't only stuff pre-ordered through July, so I don't have my August pre-orders in yet. But uh like I'm still going to reach out to Troma to see if I can hopefully get like a review copy of the toxic avengers 4 ks because those are 93 bucks and that's going to be like my whole al- oh
1: wow man. yeah man. so I, I put him on a on a, a tight, tight budget tight budget. Now he's on a leash
0: yeah so now
1: i gotta reel that fish in. you know
0: hackers and <laughs> stuff like that is coming uh what's that one movie i'm forgetting it uh that's coming out and also in august like they're, they're starting to roll out the august and september stuff where i can finally pre-order them so i'm really looking forward to that um, so, And then he also asked, what is your current 4K Ultra HD count? With next week's releases, I'm getting Evil Dead Rise, Motel Hell, Mall Rats, and possibly National Lampoon's Vacation. I didn't pre-order that yet, actually. One of those is going to be my 600th 4K Ultra HD. I'm not too sure of my full 4K count, but I would say I'm definitely over 600 because I really didn't start going into buying movies and collecting until 4K's came out and uh, about 2017 when I got my first 4K. Actually, my first two 4Ks, but the first one I ever got was Unforgiven on 4K. But since then, I pretty much exclusively buy movies on 4K unless they don't c- have a 4K release. And I try and wait to see if they do. So since then, I've really, like, kicked it into high gear. So I'd say I'm probably around the six to, um, to, uh, to 700 4Ks at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm always getting them every. i pretty much, like, I've gone down the 4K list. And I- I've got a lot of them, like most of them, because... I started collecting 4Ks when there really wasn't much, so I've really kept up with the releases since they started. And actually, I can announce this now, but Kevin L actually asked me to do another video of my 4K collection. I have a vacation for my job at the end of July, so I'm gonna do that then. And that's when we'll go through my entire collection, and we'll see how much I got then. So I'm looking forward to doing that for you have guys. Fun. I know you hate that. <laughs> and Frank's last question is, what has been your most surprising 4K Ultra HD movie in collection, video and or audio quality? Mine. Mine have been American Werewolf in Paris, Dragon Slayer, The Frighteners, Roadhouse, From Beyond, The Guest, The Princess by German release. That's coming to Criterion on 4K soon too. I got to pre-order that. And Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain actually would be on my list. And another one that he said, and Roadhouse. Those were both very surprising. I didn't expect Roadhouse to be as good as it was, but I've mentioned this before. The most surprising 4K release that's ever come out to me is First Blood, the first Rambo movie. I cannot believe how good that 4K is, and it really shouldn't be that good. Has no business being that good. And Days of Thunder, that's another one. Nobody ever talks about how good Days of Thunder is. That's a great 4K, beautiful visuals, Beautiful audio, you know, it's a paramount release. So it's like paramount when they want to can release the best 4k's and that is one of them I absolutely think that days of thunder is probably a top 5 4k of all time um, In the mood for love is another great 4k and now one doesn't even have HDR on it from the criterion collection So those are probably some of the biggest surprises to me uh, What's another one? Uh, in the 30th anniversary collection, the Sony Pictures Classics, those 4Ks are all perfect too. It's just a shame that they're locked behind this wall of the collection. But you know, I think those are all great, underrated 4Ks. Yeah,
1: because you have a wife that buys it. You that did buy that for me, didn't you? For you for Christmas.
0: Let me make sure we got to all the questions. Let me see. Let me see. I think we did. I think we did. Yep. That's all of the questions for this week. Anything else you want to say to the kids before we get out of here? No, I'm good. All right. Well, that's going to do it here for us on another episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. And as always, make sure you leave your questions. Oh,
1: wait. I'm not going to be here.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's announce that now before we get (laughs) out of here. So next week, I am going to be riding solo here on the show because even though me and Faith live together here in America, because I know not all of our viewers live here in America, it's Independence Day, the 4th of July so we are both in the food and beverage business as our regular joe jobs and you know fate's got to go basically work all weekend and i have to work pretty much the weekend too up until saturday so we aren't going to be able to film together so i'm going to be riding solo next week whenever i have a window to film possibly probably saturday morning i'm going to give you guys a show though no matter what so Actually, since we're halfway through the year, I figured I'd give you guys my top five 4Ks of the year so far, and my top five films of the year so far, and whatever questions and comments you guys want to leave, you can leave those in the comment section below, or I'll put a post out on Wednesday, and you can leave those there. And while you guys are down there leaving your comments, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, and then run out in those streets and tell all your friends about us. We'll be seeing you around.